never eating Skittles again. I mean, that was scary. <laughs> joining us at The Loudest Mind, a share all about life, relationships, anxieties, entrepreneurship, health, and fitness. I am your host, Brittany Reed, and today I have my co-hosts with me, Miss Elise Ellison and Abby Killian. How you ladies doing? Great. Good. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great today. Uh, well, thanks for being here, and thanks everybody um, for joining us. Today we are just going to dive in a little bit about health and fitness, routines, anxieties, and kind of talk a little bit about everything, about life's beautiful moments on both sides of the spectrum here. So, uh, so yeah, let's just start right in. Abby, uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about yourself? All right. Um, so, I'm 25 years old, and I live in Johnson City. Um, so, I do real estate. I do photography, and I do social media. Um, I have been with Brittany for a little while now, about three years. Um, has it been that long? It's been, I think it's three I years. Said, it's yeah, I guess it has. Rounding out three years. I started off a little social media manager with you all. And I know. Look at us now. Yeah, now she keeps awesome. having new things pop up every day. So <laughs> I'm loving it. Um, been married for a year now. Um, we got a little dog and just loving life. So yeah, Elise. So I am also 25 years old. I've been with Brittany and Abby now for a year. Um, so I manage both of the wedding venues that Brittany has, the Arbor and Knob Creek Meadows, um, which is a ton of fun. <laughs> um, and I also have a dog and a one-year-old son. Who's wow. the cutest thing in the whole world? He is the sweetest. Yeah, and I think he knows it too. <laughs> There's <laughs> He's nothing a mess. wrong with that. <laughs> oh, that's sweet, that's sweet. Well, um... I am blessed to have you ladies, so I'm blessed to have you today. I know that we've worked together for a while now, but I feel like I learn something new about you all all the time, so. Um, yeah, we definitely do. We're always learning more about you, Brittany. <laughs> There's so many things to learn. Yep. So. Oh, well, it's a bag of fun, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, so, we'll just jump right in with a few things. Abby, um, I know you have been fully involved, kind of, with me on mm-hmm. this new health and fitness journey. I know you've started your own over the, what, the last six to eight months, yep. I would say. Getting fully back into it, Yeah, yes. so um, workouts, cleaner eating, just overall changing. What exactly made you want to make um, that change in your life, that health, health change? What started that? Well, I was healthy pretty much in college somewhat, and then after college, I mean, you get you start working, you stop working out, you start kind of doing what you want food-wise. So I started putting on some weight, mm-hmm. started getting unhealthy. Um, I didn't like what I was doing. I didn't like how I was feeling. And I kind of got lazy. I still am a little lazy. But that was one reason I was like, if I keep going this way, I'm going to end up to a point of it's going to be very hard to get back to where I was. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm coming from. And then we're starting. We would like to have a kid soon. So trying to get that's the body exciting. ready for fertility <laughs> in case anything like that happens and just learning what we put in our body has been very important I used to not care I used to think it was kind of crazy Mm -hmm. when people would talk about it I was like all right let's just live life a little bit now I'm like all right (laughs) they're kind of poisoning us like not everything but some things the more you learn (laughs) the more you learn about it the more you're kind of getting scared and worried about what you're putting in your body so it's definitely a rabbit hole yeah yeah absolutely I say a lot for you would be you know just thinking about conceiving them you know in the near future Mm -hmm. I'm sure you know that kind of opens up a lot of 
other things. Not only what I'm going to be putting in my body is for me, but it's also going to the be nutrients for, for the baby. This the little one. Yes. Well, and I want to be in the best shape too whenever I have a kid. So that way my body, I can keep on working out because they true. say you can work out if you're pregnant, if you've been working out. It's supposed to make your labor easier yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm doing everything I can for an easy labor. <laughs> yeah, I think they say not to try new things. Like if you mm-hmm. haven't been weight training, to not start, start it, you know, yeah. but I think we're, um, you know, you have started that mm-hmm. pattern. Yeah. And, and thankfully burn lets you come to the gym pregnant i know there so, are several ladies in there that mm-hmm. i've seen and they kick awesome. my ass so. yeah. <laughs> for them. they look great too yeah. so, uh, well so that's that's nice that was kind of the the boost for you mm-hmm. well um well you've been doing a great job i know we all have kind of been diving into this a little bit um there is a new app that I think we all share now. <laughs> I'm it afraid to Yuka use it. Or Yucca? Yucca, okay, U- Y-U-K-A. Yeah. Y-U-K-A, yeah. So um, I found it helpful. I've recently you know, started that. I think, Abby, you sent it over. But it's definitely helpful. Um, the way it works is you scan your food label, and it will basically score it from, what, like 0 to 100. Mm-hmm. And it will tell you the score is based on, like, your hazardous additives, Um which has been a larger portion of using that for me. Yeah, me too. Um, because I have been learning to like read my own labels. So, um, but I think there's sometimes there's words on there that you're like, what exactly? Is what that? is this? What are they <laughs> yeah. doing? And why is that in there? But um, so it kind of gives you a breakdown of the hazardous additives in there, and then also the, I guess the not so hazardous mm-hmm. ones. But. Um, and then it'll tell you like your sugar con- your sugar count, your sodium, trans fat, yeah. things like that. So I think all of that's super important. Um, the thing about reading labels for me that I've learned, and I think this has been like a, a big part in my health journey, is just kind of learning what is what. Mm-hmm. Because we get foods all the time that has a, a label on it that reads healthy like or organic. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and you'll see um, natural flavors or all natural mm-hmm. and all of that is is sales. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's not um, natural fa- flavors is basically something that they put on there to hide some of the other things that's, that's mm-hmm. in your food. So um, bleached flowers, any dye color like yellow five, caramel four. What? I like what exactly? Oh no boy, it's um, in everything. It though. Is. I mean, like it's in everything. Um, enriched flour or fortified flour breads. That's honestly just a fancy word for processed. Mm-hmm. Um, Kerrigan, I'm pretty sure they have banned in like other countries. Half and, of our food is banned in other countries. <laughs> um, a high fructose corn syrup, which leads to childhood obesity. Um, cellulose, which is in a lot of our... <laughs> at least Alisa, I, like I haven't used it to scan food yet because I'm so scared, <laughs> but I have done it for like my shower products and stuff, okay. which, I mean, changing those. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do like that you can scan other household products too, like hand soaps mm. and mm-hmm. stuff like Candles. that. But food, um, uh, I have like no self-discipline when it comes to food. Um, It's hard to turn back to once you scan. Because then once you scan, you know. I mean, you already have me off on the Skittles. I'm never eating Skittles again. We have Vandalies from Skittles. I'm never eating Skittles again. I mean, that was scary. I I think once you, yeah, and like Abby said, once you do scan stuff or once you you start eating healthier, then it's kind of in the back of your mind. It almost becomes just like second mm-hmm. nature to mm-hmm. be like, I'm eating that because I know what's in it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
I don't know. I think uh, I think that's a great app to use to get yourself started. But I think it's also important to know kind of our labels. Um, I've switched from. There's a, a huge thing on seed oils. Um, that's absolutely mm-hmm. terrible for you. Um, your canola oil, your sunflower oil. I feel like that's the biggest thing that everyone yeah. pushes. Yeah, your See, vegetables. I didn't even know there was a sunflower oil. <laughs> you're going to find that in a lot. You're going to find that in a Most lot of your granola bars, a lot of your grains. Um, and, you know, I mean, I know we're going to talk a lot, about, a lot about this today, but moderation. I mean, if... I, I try not to completely deprive myself from things. I mean, <laughs> like, I do... I've switched to um, just better things. That, I mean, like, no one wants to go without chips for the rest of their no, life. That's I mean, that's the best thing. So, but I have started reading the labels on chips. And ones that I have found recently, the ingredients are potatoes, avocado oil, and sea salt. And they're so good, though. I mean, they taste the same, yeah. I think. And the Lesser Person. Evil Popcorn... Mm-hmm. I've had that, but um, it's literally, hold on, I have it right here, actually. Um, organic, non-GMO popcorn, organic avocado oil, organic coconut oil, and Himalayan salt. And Ooh. I don't think there's any it, So difference. if you can read your ingredient label and you know everything mm-hmm. that's on there, I mean, you are cutting out a lot of those extra additives and processing. Like even peanut butter. I mean, like you can do the natural peanut butter and it's two ingredients versus the non-natural, which is 15. And oil. I yes. Know. And it's so good. You just mix it. It's a little oily. Yeah. But it's fine. It's a little oil. <laughs> it's still, it's, it's not the same as peanut butter, but, but you, it gets to job. If you get used to some mm-hmm. of these things and you get used to the way that your body feels after you've made you this transition, it. it's, it's all worth it. And it's hard um, to taste some things. Like I've been off soda for a long time. Mm-hmm. Soda to me now is not good. It takes gross carbonated sugary and so i don't drink soda because i've been off it so long right but now i'm like okay so i'll have a root beer every now and again but yeah everything else is just not good because you know you start tasting the chemicals and stuff yeah so your body adapts definitely um i I think the seed oils the main things that i've been looking for lately your extra virgin olive oil is like fantastic Mm -hmm. for you try to replace that with any of your other oils um and your butter it's just use that in place of butter. It's actually a natural anti-inflammatory. And then your avocado oil is also great. Um, and you can use that like if you are frying or something mm-hmm. like that. So it's avocado oil is better for if you have it on a higher, um, high heat temp. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Your heat temp is a little bit higher. Um, but I think overall, like I've switched as far as, um, where I used to have like, um, I don't know. I, my 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 healthy my my eating habits before was kind of a nightmare. I mean, it was just, it was a lot of fast food. It, it probably looks like mine. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was a lot of fried. I mean, it was it was ridiculous. Well, that's just that's what's made convenient to is, us, yeah. and oh, so it's so easier food. to pick that stuff, especially when you're like us and we're always out and about yeah. doing something. And it's it's so easy to just oh well let's go get some chicken nuggets yeah. really quick and so it is it's that's my downfall. Yeah. <laughs> I think a big portion of what has helped me with this transition is I do um, like on Sundays I will that's my day to kind of prep for my week. Mm-hmm. Even though I try to take Sundays off as far as like working, taking work calls, showing houses, things like that, I try to just kind of take my Sunday. But I do use it to prep for my week, which mm-hmm. helps me help with a lot of my stresses. Um, 
I do Instacart, which is fantastic. <laughs> you pay like twenty dollars extra in fees, but you do. You don't leave your house, and yeah, see, and Mitch can, would be so against that. If you catch me at the end of the store, like in the, in the grocery aisle, you will see me reading all the food labels, and then I'm there for two hours. <laughs> so I you buy more I, than you need. Yeah, if I can do it, if I can do it online, um, it's just I don't know. It saves me time and probably money because I'm mm-hmm. not just grabbing things. But so I. I prep my. I actually have a thing on my fridge because um, I'm a person that likes. Yeah, to you're organized. Yeah. Every <laughs> single meal she has planned out sides, yeah. mains, and days. So that's what I order for Sunday, and that's that way we're not wasting food. We're not, you know, getting too much. But um, Sunday I plan for the rest of my week. Mm-hmm. So dinners, if we're having like chicken and sweet potatoes this day, I know I need this amount, and you know things like that. But and then the girls, I usually pack their lunches. They prefer it. And also, I prefer School it. School lunch is trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm know, sorry. I know, <laughs> of, I know a lot of people. And it's, you know, it's, um, I'm sure they have some things that are fun. They have, like, one, like, cheesy roll-up thing that's good. But no, yeah. my mom packed my lunch all through school. I ate school lunch all through school. I had I it maybe twice my whole entire life. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, wow. I don't know. I feel some type of way about, and I know kids are kids, and they're going to... Eat their Pop-Tarts. Yeah, they're going to eat things that, you know, when I was a kid, I don't want to completely deprive them of their childhood win, but at the same time, I feel a certain way about me eating cleaner and knowing what's in things and pumping them full Mm -hmm. of all the crap. Mm -hmm. So, I have made a switch for them as well. Um, The peanut butter sandwiches, things like that, I've made switches for them also. Oh, I feel like it starts healthy habits for them. It does, like yeah. it starts them off on a good note. Cause I know us growing up, we were always, we all played travel basketball. So it was a lot of fast food when we were growing up, which is a ton of fast food. It's where I'm at now. Well, you're also setting them up for, yeah, for future. I mean, there is a, th- there is childhood obesity. Mm-hmm. Kids now are getting, um, you know, they're having a lot of problems with like diabetes, things like that. The younger, you know, the younger they are. So mm-hmm. just kind of setting that up to go. But, um, and ADHD oh. was one thing with the artificial colors was like the red and yellow mm-hmm. food additives and MSG and all that stuff that can lead to ADHD in kids yeah. that yeah. would continue most of their life. Throughout your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think this is, you know, stepping stones for them as well. I mean, every now and then I'm like, okay, y'all can get some tricks or, you know, <laughs> things like that. And I don't want to completely shut them off from that, but a majority is I don't cook two separate things. Yeah. Like I cook for the household and we'll either eat or we won't. <laughs> so, um, but That's the only way to do it. Though. Yeah, but lunches and things. I've switched over to a lot more salads. I probably eat probably at least six salads. The pictures of your salads. salads you put on your stories, I'm like, please make me one. <laughs> I mean, if you, the more that you throw on there, I mean, mm-hmm. I literally throw everything with the kitchen sink sometimes, but the more that you throw on there, the more that the less dressing I have yep. to use. So if I put like apples in it mm-hmm. or, um, I don't know, if I put peppers like pepperoncinis or things mm-hmm. like that, feta cheese. I'm getting hungry. All of that <laughs> has, it helps me to reduce tomatoes too are great because mm-hmm. they're, they give you that juice. Mm-hmm. Helps you to reduce that, um, the salad dressings. So I did make my own salad dressing. I saw that. It looked really good. I absolutely loved it. It was, um, honey, local honey. Apple cider vinegar. Uh, honey somewhere. Must honey Dijon or something. Yeah, Dijon mustard. Um, 
I don't know, but it was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> it really and I'm going to make it and like, you know, the whole thing. But I think salads, eggs, fish, lean meats, avocados, fruits, avocado. veggies, sweet potatoes, yogurts, nuts. Like mm-hmm. that's kind of like my, that's my jam there. I've tried to take out a lot of breads and extra starches. Mm-hmm. See, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bread was almost, it was the hardest for me because mm-hmm. I love bread. Yeah. Give me a whole thing of yeah. garlic bread and I'm, I'm done. See, I can't have gluten, so that does help. Oh, it right. eliminates yeah. bread You have had for your me. own kind of, as far which as is nice. you have to pick out, so yeah. you have to do gluten-free. Mm-hmm. And then I'm lactose intolerant, which I oh. take medicine for that. But still, even with medicine, like ranch has been out of my diet for a very long time. Um, milk's been out of my diet for mm-hmm. five, six years. Unfortunately, I love whole milk, but... <laughs> do you find that gluten is hard? Do you do... do do you do gluten free things mm-hmm. or but the just... thing is is i've learned with all this like the past eight months is gluten free sometimes is not as good for you as the normal stuff gluten free pasta is almost as bad for you as normal pasta mm-hmm. so i've been doing the barzella pasta the mm-hmm. protein pasta which is chickpea i love it adam loves it we both use it he's been doing gluten-free bread with me um for years gluten-free tortilla shells all that stuff really? mm-hmm. so there's a lot of alternatives i've just kind of learned it's fast food which is the mm-hmm. hardest. You can have fries. And that's about it. Aww. And the yeah. fries are the worst for you, though, because they have the oil with it. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not too bad cutting it out. You feel better, you're less bloated, and your brain fog is gone. Well, a lot of that, you know, um, the pesticides. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the pe- oh my gosh. I've been watching TikTok videos glyphosate. on your fruit and vegetables oh and gosh. everything that comes off it. The glyphosate uh, is oh. a weed killer mm-hmm. ingredient. It was found in 80% of the U.S. population. 80%. Oh, my god! And that is just straight. And you have to have filtered water to clean off that. Someone did normal mm-hmm. water and filtered water, which is like $1,200 to buy, like that system. Mm-hmm. And then it showed everything that came off the filtered one and then everything that came off the non. It was nothing on the non-water. It's the filtered one was like yellow water and the other one was clear. Aren't they saying to wash your fruit like in baking soda mm-hmm. and apple cider vinegar? I use salt and vinegar mm-hmm. and we I basically like immerse it in especially things like grapes, blueberries, strawberries. Um, apples, strawberries, things that you eat that you don't peel. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be the worst for I try to buy organic and there's a difference between like the USDA organic mm-hmm which means they have to actually, you know, they certify that these things are not being, I guess, pesticides sprayed on. And I, I'm not exactly sure what exactly the steps that they go through, but I do look for that USDA symbol on there, especially in fruits and vegetables that I we aren't peeling or cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I immerse those in just um, salt and vinegar for probably like 15 minutes and then rinse them and then rinse them again mm-hmm. is usually what I do. But... The, the thing about it is, it's not, um, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> the, I mean, so I, I try to do USDA organic when it comes to those, but some of the things like bananas and things like that, mm-hmm. you can probably get away with. Because you're taking the Yeah, but, um, grass fed, I try to do grass fed as far mm-hmm. as That's chicken, cool. beef, things like that. It's not that much more expensive because yeah. we've always done grass-fed and we've not ever or we use it from the actual cow and it's not much difference yeah. it's gonna be a, i mean it's gonna be a little bit more expensive mm-hmm. but the way it's that better I see quality it, the way that i see it is being sick is also expensive 
So oh, if, yeah, so if you spend a little bit more time and you know maybe a little bit more upfront money on eating healthier, putting healthier things in your body, I think the long term benefits mm-hmm. is going to end up saving you because it it costs money to get sick. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the I do cage free eggs, almond flour instead of like the regular mm-hmm. bleached um, and enriched flours. Monk sugar is a great alternative to white sugar. It's fruit sugar. And then raw honey and coconut sugar also. So just, you know, there's some things that you can definitely... Organic Valley is a great one for cheeses and things like that. Mm -hmm. So cellulose is going to be in your shredded cheeses. And that's just something that has been, you know, linked to like obesity and cancer and things like that. And if you like look on the block cheeses, that's Mm -hmm. that anti-caking is not in there. So a lot of times it's ten times better for you to shred your own cheese, which is and it tastes so much, so much better <laughs> but and it fluffy is. and mm-hmm. yeah, definitely is. So check your ingredients label on your cheeses when you buy them because mm-hmm. that that swap I think is is big too. So, but I understand like monocrop agriculture is the most efficient way to. I mean, how are you going to feed three hundred and thirty million people? Mm-hmm. You're going to do that with grass fed? It's yep. just not. It's not reasonable. It's not realistic. I mean, so you can't. So, but not everyone's going to want to do that. So I think it's just important. What's important for you and your family to, you know, to try to make those changes. Dave's Killer Bread. I don't know if That's you that. Great option for switching. They have high protein. Mm-hmm. They do. But, um, as we know, the most important things, I think, comes without labels. So your vegetables, your fruits. That's what I've been trying to, a major health difference has been incorporating that protein into my diet. I don't count my carbs or calories, do you? Mm-mm. I don't count calories. Yeah. I don't it was know. very not good for me when I was doing that. But I think that if you make the changes to your foods, mm-hmm. like if you make the better options... Um, then the calories should be then fine. Then you won't have to do all that. Mm-hmm. You won't have to count and you know see what you're doing. But um, I don't know. I, I do try to get an, an adequate amount of protein because working out doing weights I think we get the misconception sometimes that if we add get too bulky. much yeah I don't think that's true at all <laughs> if we add too much protein to our diets then you know you'll bulk up and a lot of times the ladies don't want to come out here look like bodybuilding mm-hmm. which I don't either <laughs> I don't either and that was kind of my misconception too is when I first got into increasing my protein in a daily diet but it's just not the case I try to eat around 75 grams which mm-hmm. I think is quite a bit <laughs> for you know like as far as protein to weight yeah. ratio but what's my other <laughs> but um the I don't know protein shakes I think are I added I know you do protein shakes mm-hmm. I think we it's important to do those with no added sugar yeah. and you get your veg or not vegetables you get your fruit in that way I don't like fruit that much so I throw in you my don't fruit. oh my god I love oh, vegetables Adam loves fruit I'll do vegetables all day but like yeah. I don't like berries, so I throw the berries in my smoothie because then I'm fine with it. It's right. a texture. don't like the texture of berries it. Berries is probably my least favorite fruit. And that's but the I one that's like best them. for you, too, though. Yeah, yeah. of course. I want all the berries to give them to me. I put them all in my smoothie. I'll do blueberries and strawberries. And, your, and with your protein mm-hmm. chips and stuff. I, I think that's an added way to get because if I had to eat 75 grams of just, like, chicken yeah, or no. beef oh or my eggs, gosh. I'd be sick. I get nauseous from chicken sometimes. Do you? After you cook it because then you see the crap that's in it and the blood <laughs> and then you're like by the time you've cooked it you're like I don't I'm good I'll eat my sides 
<laughs> I'd have done that multiple times. I think most of is it the whey proteins. Um, they come from ultra pasteurized milks from mm-hmm. cows. See, I can't have the whey. Yeah, whey is what tears my stomach up. Well, it comes from cow's milk. Yep. Um, and most of the time, it's GMO fed. They do antibiotics. So they go through a processing phase, which mm-hmm. basically strips all of your minerals and vitamins out of it. So, the best protein that I've found is from I think it's Tranvia. Um, so check this lady out. She, it's the food babe. She's on Instagram. She's done a, actually a best-selling author book here for, she just gives you a bunch of kitchen swaps, things like that. And she also gives you some recipes in there. I really like her book, but she is on, she's come out with things like organic toothpaste, organic, um, or all natural toothpaste, all natural proteins, all kinds of things. Mm So she has been, I don't know how I found her, but she's been awesome to, she does a lot of food swaps on there. She is cute. The can of poppers. She, she's cute. <laughs> oh um, but the protein that she, I got from her is, or from her site, is plant-based. It's no GMO. It's tested for lead, and there's only five ingredients. So, um, mm. I don't know. I've, I've been doing that, but I have also found that, I don't know, fitness has been huge for my mental health change. Oh, mine too. It's been the biggest game changer, I think. It has. I mean, definitely, I think your health and the things that you eat and your fitness, those go hand in hand. I mean, you don't have the energy or the, your body is not getting the stability that it needs if you're not, if you're working out and not changing your diet also. So I think, mm-hmm. honestly, one just feeds the other. Mm-hmm. So... But I have used fitness for a large healing portion in this process, and I was very, you know, invested in changing mind, body. I feel like my body was, like, screaming at me, like, you're just a healthy dude. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimately, you're, I mean, your stress levels are off the charts. Like, you're, Mm -hmm. you know, my sleeping was terrible. It just changes everything. Everything about me was... I feel like it was falling apart at the seams. So no wonder when I look back, I'm like, well, no wonder I was in a freaking state because I wasn't doing anything correctly. Um, I talked to several doctors as I think, you know, I may have told you guys before, Mm -hmm. but two of them that I talked to, because I was like, I'm going to switch until someone tells me what I want to hear, (laughs) which is fine. And I'll get over this like tomorrow. And that just, that wasn't what was happening. So the first lady I talked to was like, you know what? I mean, I probably talked to her for about five minutes and she was like, you're going to need to be on medication. So, and I was like, what? That's what I'm so terrified of. I I just push it. I don't think, at the same time though, when we go to the doctor for any type of like stuff, Mm -hmm. you nose, you have a cough, you have, what's the first thing I do? Medicine. Here's you some antibiotics and here's some steroids. Now go about your day. Half the time, your body will heal itself and mm-hmm. you don't need those things. And the more antibiotics that we put into our gut, the more that it's gonna be harder and harder. Yeah, our gut is gonna have issues. So the fi- fiber after we do antibiotics, like uh, it eats away our natural bacteria, but okay, I'm gonna, we'll give it all that on another day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other thing. But so I talked to this lady and I'm like, okay. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I do need on medication. Like maybe I have completely, and that was a last resort for me because I was like, I don't want to take something every day. I want to try a more natural approach, which is how I've really been my whole life. I mean, I'll take like ibuprofen or Tylenol if I'm mm-hmm. past the point of no Getting return. better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but 
so I tried one, I think it was Buspar is what it was. So it wasn't like an SSRI, which is something that you take and it builds up in your system over time, but it was a more as needed, take it as you need. Mm-hmm. And I took it and was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> it did not help at all. Like I had terrible dreams, mm-hmm. like psychotic dreams. I woke up like, I felt like I was, I woke up like exorcist, like out of bed. Like I was, I was like, oh my god, what was that? I was sobbing. Yeah, it's not worth it. No, and I was, you know, and they're like, Miss, you took it one miss. day, Miss. <laughs> <laughs> you took it one day, Miss, and you are, you have to like, give it time and all the things. So I was like, <sighs> so I just need to get used to this. I didn't bad sleep journey. for, I didn't sleep for a week after that because my dreams were so bad. I was scared to go to sleep. Oh my god. Oh, so man. I was like, how in the world is this going to help me? So. They changed it. So I went to see another doctor, actually, <laughs> another lady. And I went down, you know, it was down in this, um, I don't know. I feel like they took me in a weird place. Like, I was like, I don't know, it was very the weird. The doctor. <laughs> yeah, but it was, she talked to me and she was, I had a, like a breakdown in her office. And, I mean, I was in a whole mental breakdown state mm-hmm. in my life. I just, I was. I couldn't, I could barely function. It was, it was terrible. But I talked to her and I was like... She was the first person that I said all of these things out loud to, and she was probably like, "Um, no, there." Wow, this is a lot. <laughs> I'm like your mental health provider, and <laughs> she she was very kind though. I mean, she really was. She listened while I sat there and sobbed. There was one moment that I wasn't even like there was no words coming out. I was like, "Oh my god, no wonder she thinks I'm so sad." I know. I'm having a literally a breakdown in this lady's office, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. But this was very, very early on, and I hadn't tried anything. Like, I hadn't tried to better myself. All I wanted to do was make it go away. Mm-hmm. So I hadn't tried to implement any changes whatsoever. I was just like, hey, like, tell me, and I'll fix it. And so she did another medication, and I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's try this again. Let's try this. And I, like, threw up for two days. No, I would, I would take the bad dreams. I, I, I didn't sleep for a week. I had insomnia after that mm. for a hot minute. Jeez. But anyway, so I, I say that I don't want to go down this path of saying that medications are not here to help us because mm-hmm. obviously they are and there's there's some that, you know, we need. So it just wasn't for me and these things did not help me. So I'm not coming on here to try to say that I'm any kind of doctor in this or a therapist or anything. That just did not work for me. But... Mm-hmm. Um, so the SSRIs is, that's the one that you take and there's several different ones, but they are, they build up in your system over time. So it doesn't work immediately. You actually have to continue to take it and then it builds up. But what it does is basically it releases a serotonin and it makes it available in your brain. Um, so it's like a happy pill. Yeah. It's like a happy pill. So that's what it's supposed to do. And, um. I don't know. They have they have some really negative effects too, and that's why I was very scared to take them. Loss of libido. Um, mm-hmm. You have suicidal thoughts, and I'm like, alrighty, okay. So I mean, it's just kind of like you're, this is supposed to be for anxiety and depression, mm-hmm. and one of the side effects is one depression. of the main side effects is suicidal thoughts. I'm just like I don't know. I'm just mind blown because. You know, before I take something, before I do anything, I'm on that WebMD. That, <laughs> that is a, that's that's a, a scary, scary spiral right mm-hmm. there. But 
So I do know people personally, though, that have been on SSRIs for a long time or mm-hmm. they started them and they have helped. Mm-hmm. So I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying, for me, I wanted to try something before that was a last resort for me. Mm-hmm. Because I know that you have to dwindle those down also as you're coming off of them. I mean, you can't just stop those in a day. You have to, I mean, there's a ton of side effects that, you know, if you do do that. So it's you have to kind of wean off of them, I guess. But so serotonin is, it's another thing I was talking about. Where, where did we start this path? Fitness. Yes. <laughs> Fitness. So serotonin is released in your brain and from an amino acid called uh, tryptophan, which we get from protein-containing foods, Ooh. which is another reason which, you know... So protein makes you happy? Is that what it that means? like a process. <laughs> the process is through your body, but everything, <laughs> you know... Anyways, tryptophan is carried to the brain just as other amino acids are, but as we work out and we do higher intensity level workouts, tryptophan is also, it's like pushed to the front of our brains mm-hmm. um, and it releases serotonin levels, which is basically what your SSRI does. So serotonin eventually converts to melatonin, which helps you sleep mm-hmm. better. So you see the process here? Yes. <laughs> and I'm not a, you know, this is all things that I've just... I told y'all, mm-hmm. dug in, yep. was like, yeah, give, me, give me all the info, and let me see what happens mm-hmm. here. But that's so. so true, because I did melatonin. I mean, I've been on it 34 years, which is not prescribed by my doctor. I've just taken it. I can't sleep. Yeah. I've not taken it probably in six months. Really? I was sick two weeks ago. I was doing NyQuil, but then I didn't get off it, because I wasn't sleeping. Again, same thing. So, I did NyQuil three nights, and then the next two nights, I could not fall asleep. Wow. But I was, ha- I was fine falling asleep whenever I was working out like these past six months so it's crazy like the difference when you we why well, did you take melatonin for something i couldn't sleep i'd be up till 2 a.m just laying there wide awake was it were you like sleeping it was in college day? no well yeah no because i had like 8 a.m classes and all that stuff which mm-hmm. i failed because i wouldn't go to half the time but i did sleep in but i just couldn't sleep i was never tired or i'd be tired and I, my body wouldn't rest so <laughs> And were then you, I, I had to take it. Or out I was working out. I was at the gym, but I was not eating healthy. I was drinking probably every single day, mm-hmm. which didn't help at all. Yes. But I was. I think I was addicted to being on melatonin. Really? Just little but the gummies. Happens. I ended up doing two, and then sometimes I'd take three. Like if it wouldn't hit me, I'd take another one thirty minutes later to fall asleep. But now mm-hmm. I'm off it completely, and I think it has to do with health. Really? Like what I've been doing and working out and getting up early and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Six, eight months ago is when you kind of started mm-hmm. doing all that. So. Yep. So then that NyQuil, I was like, I got to get off this. <laughs> or I'm about to want some more. I can't do NyQuil. Or yeah. what's the other one that's um, Mucinex? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. That it gives me the shakes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I literally, I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I took it. I guess it was a couple of months, oh, maybe a couple months ago. I had the flu. And I was like, I've, I've got to be able to sleep. And I literally felt like my body was shaking i don't know it was it makes me tap out and i will have nightmares on that kind of stuff but i'm knocked out yeah until that next day i couldn't sleep at all i had the opposite effect i don't know what's wrong with me but (laughs) 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 but it's uh i don't know but i'm kind of (laughs) melatonin you're having some natural Mm -hmm. things on that which i mean yeah i don't think melatonin is maybe long longevity of it few years like your body (laughs) your body gets used to that just taking Mm -hmm. something to Mm -hmm. i was definitely used to make you drowsy yeah the i have stopped doing um i've stopped 
being on my phone the first like mm-hmm. two hours that I'm awake and then probably at least an hour and a half before I go to sleep. Sometimes I've got to, you know, bust some things out real quick. But the, your phone is also linked, you know, the, the sleeping, the lights mm-hmm. and things. Are, yeah, that's your time. But I have felt so much better since I've gotten up and kind of have my own routine mm-hmm. where I'm, I do my almost like my prayer meditation stuff in the morning and mm-hmm. taking away my phone. I mean, I sleep like champ now. Mm-hmm. When you used to, I swear I was Tossing almost in zombie land because I couldn't sleep because I, it was stress. It was mm-hmm. anxious. It was, I don't know. It was, it was a nightmare. <laughs> but I do think that, um, that fitness overall, health and fitness has helped me tremendously. I agree. It's things, changed but, a lot. And my body, like I'm not bloated. Because I was getting to a point, I have pictures on my phone, like, I look six months pregnant. My right. stomach was hard as a rock. I was nauseous. I was sick all the time. I was throwing up. Just from what Do I was eating. Yeah. What kind of, just, like, fried foods? Or? It was never fried foods. It was just, I mean, I'll be honest, I was spending $200 a month at Starbucks. I was eating Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I was eating out. Like, I'd have photo shoots, and then I'd go pick up chicken nuggets. Or my cooking was never bad. I mean, I cooked. I still cook healthy. I've always cooked healthy, but it was mm-hmm. eating out. Anytime I'd eat anything bad, and then I wasn't doing gluten-free like I should, so I'd still be kind of eating gluten, yeah. and then it'd, I'd feel horrible for three days. Some of the other things, and I'm just going to touch on the SSR thing for just a minute. I don't want, I think it's huge for some people, and it can definitely mm-hmm. help, and I'm not saying be completely against it, because at a last resort, you know, that's definitely something that's helpful, but therapy, exercise, and things like that just just helped me more, I think, and just overall made me able to maybe cut that portion, you know, that portion of my life out. Mm -hmm. But there's other toxins that I've been getting rid of, too. Like, I don't drink out of plastic or eat out of plastic anymore. I'm not there yet. I'm I'm trying. It's it's a slow process. And try... I, I do my glass water bottles, but if I have a normal water bottle... I still, even if it's been in the car, I'm still drinking it. Yeah. I know I shouldn't because that's probably the worst. But it's just the, even the BPA-free yeah. ones, they are they still have mm-hmm. their other toxins in it. It's like BSA or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's... Especially if they're hot It's or a similar, yeah, it's a similar thing. So I've been trying to get away from that because even BPA-free has estrogen disturbers and toxins. So it's just like affecting your hormones mm-hmm. from... From baby making, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just our our normal stuff. So I never knew any of that. I'm oh, over here buying all these like, like cute <laughs> little water bottles because they look cute. Yeah. <laughs> they, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm blown. And I, what's crazy <laughs> that is, is I I start getting very wound up in something, and I go off a deep end, and I know that about myself. So <laughs> I try to. I try to be like, okay, Brittany, like, you're fine. You don't have to go in here and throw every single plastic item you have away. I did. That's what I did. (laughs) But I think if you start just taking steps that you'll find yourself a year from now, just have already made those changes. So instead of aluminum foil, do like... Oh, what's wrong with aluminum foil? I use it two times a day at least. (laughs) You need to get the unbleached parchment paper i have parchment paper but oh my love my little i'm just saying just in general. i air fry with it every single you time you don't have to you don't have to you don't have to <laughs> <laughs> come on 
Because I, I don't want it to drip whenever yeah. I, like, I do my grilled chicken. So I'll put the... Yeah. What if you just use it to cover something up and like stick in the fridge? Well, so. it's still letting off yeah. the into your food from the heat. I didn't scan that one for a reason. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, didn't even think about scanning my aluminum yeah. oh, oil. And your toilet paper and your paper towels are all bleached. Yeah. All which bleached. was a rabbit hole I went down and I, yeah. I don't know about changing my paper towels yet. I mean, to the gonna, brown ones. there's going to be things that I feel like we are just going to have some level of toxicity yeah. in our lives. Like, it's impossible. We're just going to. But I think if you just overall, like the next time that you go to the store, just be just conscious. Gra- just, yeah, just conscious. be conscious of it. And then eventually you'll look back in a year and you will have just already made those changes mm-hmm. and you don't have to throw everything out in your cabinet. Don't, don't be like Brittany. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't. I mean, it's like we're just set up for failure. We are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. They want to make us sicker. It's, I mean, it's, I don't know. There's, there's fine lines. And, you know, it's, I think if you just mentally think, okay, well, I mean, plastic is everywhere. Plastic's on and everything. So you're getting enough in your, and you're getting enough, like if you do go eat dinner somewhere and you know, these people, most of these restaurants are not cooking in extra virgin olive oil. You know, they're cooking in the seed oils. So I think if you just implement at home making some of those changes, it's, it won't be a buildup because mm-hmm. you're getting plastic everywhere else or you're getting, you know, seed oils or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that may be. But I think doing a, just ultimately thinking if I can choose plastic, if I can choose glass over plastic, I'm, you know, I'm going to, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just kind of getting those things out. But also water bottles, same. You, I mean, you can't even buy, I think there's mm-hmm. only one bottle of water that is made from glass. And that's the boss. Um, which I think. Is that made out of glass? Yeah, I think they have glass. Oh geez. They might have, they might have some plastic, mm-hmm. but I don't know that that's even spring water. I think that's purified water. Now that may, might be wrong, but either way, it's so we are getting enough of our um, enough of our our plastic toxins <laughs> in our lives. Now we have a, and here is kind of where I'm, I am with water. I drink the um, mountain spring water, and I do a liter, and I drink one of those a day because those have the added minerals that we need. We they have uh, magnesiums. They have a lot of our vitamins that we actually need to get in our water, purified water is going to eliminate all of that. So you're not getting you know, some really. of the, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's the electrolytes, it's not hydrating you like it should. Now we have the reverse osmosis in mm-hmm. ours, which is basically purifies your water. So I feel like if I just drink that all day, I'm not getting the minerals that I need for my bones and things. So I do drink, a liter of water out of plastic every day, which is awful. I actually pour yeah. it in a glass container, so I feel better about it. But if there's just no other way, really, unless you're buying some kind of supplement, which I haven't really dove into that mm-hmm. yet, but unless you're buying minerals to put in your water, plastic is our only option. Yep. So I already feel like I'm going to be drinking at least some sort of plastic toxin in a day, so I'm going to try mm-hmm. to alleviate it from at least the rest of my evil. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You have to pick the lesser evil. So, but I think definitely spring water is better than your purified waters. And when you can drink out of a glass, I've also gotten rid of like Teflon. It's terrible. Is that what you cook with? That's your cooking stuff. Yeah. So like stainless steel, cast iron, glass, Mm -hmm. 
made those changes. Remind um, me to not invite you all over for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've kept my Teflon. I bought them for red for my like wedding presents. I'm like, I feel like I can't yet. <laughs> but our stove, we've had, we have not had propane in almost three months. We don't really want to take it. So we've just been cooking in a wok the whole time. So is a wok good? What's a wok? A wok. It's like that big round Oh, pan. yeah. Like the, you do like stir fry in it and hibachi. And you know, they say like wok and hibachi. But right. I don't know. It depends on what it's made of though. I don't know. I want to say something not good probably. Yeah. I mean, it just, I mean, it's just one more thing that is, is going to, and it can get very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> don't try to, you know, don't, don't do it too much at once. Just the next time that you have to buy something, yeah. just make that change. Make that change then. And then that way, eventually you're cutting out, you know, some of the different cancerous things that. Yeah, we have kind of, which oh. I, I didn't mean to put this down into like a dark, <laughs> no. dark area. I, I am overwhelmed. Telling, <laughs> telling you that, I guess I'll say all this to say that when I had my, and I still do have my struggles, but when I went down this, this path of getting out of, this is how hard I went to mm-hmm. try to get out of my, anxiety-driven days. This is how far I went. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna learn it all. I'm going to take in all this knowledge. I'm going to do this and that. And I probably overwhelmed myself, to be honest with you. So it, I think it's just making yourself more knowledgeable about certain things and then just picking the better choice when you can. Mm-hmm. It's If you drink out of plastic, you know, today, I don't think you're going to have cancer tomorrow. You know, it's just kind of... <laughs> no, don't, don't quote me on that. <laughs> don't quote me on that. It's just Knock on wood. making kind of those things. But I'm, I have a little bit of, like, hypochondria. Mm-hmm. I, that's, that's kind of just my personality. And I think that's also <laughs> flared its, its yeah, ugly after head. After researching. When I was having, yeah, and when I was having... Exactly. The more anxiety that I had, the more hypochondria I had. Mm-hmm. So... I would think, I mean, I would be sitting there if I had, like, what's called an anxiety hangover, which mm-hmm. I used to have very Every often. Week. I would literally think, like, yo, I'm dying. This is it? Yeah, this is it. And there'll be times where, I mean, even, you know, before, especially when I started working out from the get-go, and I, I wasn't eating, probably wasn't eating enough or I wasn't mm-hmm. eating right. Um, and I just felt like I would feel week or I feel like my, my blood pressure dropped or something yeah. that is enough to shoot me right into it and <laughs> I know so I just I've tried to just be like the more that I can teach myself mm-hmm. about my body and about the way that I think the more I can combat my feelings like I know that I mean this was a couple of days ago I had we had worked out at burn I think and I had just done like a lot of um We'd done weightlifting that day or something. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't eaten a lot the night before, and I hadn't eaten that day, and it, it was becoming later. And I could just feel myself, like, getting super dizzy. weak and dizzy. Mm-hmm. And now, six months ago, your girl would have been like, I'm going to need 911. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need this ambulance. To come <laughs> because this is the last day I live. And I have something. I know. This is, this is, my, this is my thought process. <laughs> And I'm going to, it's just, that's it for me. But I've learned that this is why I'm feeling this way. And all you got to do, run in here and get a banana real quick, Brittany, and Mm -hmm. stop being, you know. (laughs) Don't be crazy. So I think a huge 
part of our mental health is learning about ourselves, learning mm-hmm. what, um, you know, what our struggles are or what, you know, makes us. What your triggers are. Yeah, the triggers. Thank you. And your body's word. limits. Yeah. 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 What are, I guess, what are some triggers for you guys? I'm, or am I just the only one that's over here a lot? It's so funny to hear different people's anxieties. Uh-huh. It's like, I feel like mine is a lot different from that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like, I don't know. I don't think if I feel weird a day, I'm like, oh, it's probably just because yeah. I'm, I need to drink more water or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get like that, but I do get really weird. Like driving at nighttime, I'm like, oh, a deer's going to come out and hit my car and I'm going to die. <laughs> That's my intrusive thoughts. <laughs> So ours are a little different. They are different, but anxiety is so complex. Like it's it's oh, not gosh, it is. there's not just one straight and narrow and there's not just one way to handle it. Mm-mm. And my anxiety might be different from yours, it might be different from hers, and yeah. normally it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just finding out what that is. So when you're driving at night, is it just driving at night or is it it well, you know, I get it's freaked out during the day too. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> But gosh, at nighttime, it really gets me. I guess because I've had a deer pull out in front of me before. I haven't hit one yet, knock on wood. But, um, you know, I've witnessed other people hitting them. And it just, in the area that we live, I feel like that's so common. So mm-hmm. it freaks me out. Right. <laughs> um, especially if I have my son in the car. Because you don't ever want anything bad happening when you have your kid in the car. Um, but, I mean, it's not just with driving. It's with going anywhere. I've never used to be an anxious person like in college I mean I probably thought I was indestructible Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) then after having a baby you know you think you're responsible for this other person's life you get so terrified of things happening you hear about people being taken and stuff like Mm -hmm. that so I get into a rabbit hole of that where I go to Target and on my way there I'm like all right, where am I going to park? What's going to be the best way to get him out of the car? How am I going to get from the car to the store back to my car safely? Like it's a whole, whole web of thoughts that are bad. Is that, is that become just since you become a mother or? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. I never used to think like that. I was always like a little aware, but never to the point of like, Feeling like I need to just calm down or feeling mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to go anywhere because I don't want to have those feelings. I was going to ask you, has it, has it made a difference of if you stayed home a lot more? Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't enjoy going shopping at Target or mm-hmm. anything like that because I'm so worried about all of the other people around me. Like, mm-hmm. oh, did that guy just look at me because he's <laughs> a sex trafficker? <laughs> I mean, it gets bad. Oh, <laughs> and it sounds funny. Like, it's funny when you think mm-hmm. about it. But yeah, then terrifying. being in the situation, like, I don't know. It's not funny. No. It's, it's good to be self-aware. But it's yeah. not good to have, like, super crazy anxiety to where you don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Do you... Is that just when your son's with you? Or is that when you're by yourself? Honestly, it's not as bad. Not near as bad when I'm by myself. Mm-hmm. Um because I like to think that I could defend myself, but then thinking about having to defend myself and mm-hmm. my son, like, oh my gosh, yeah, Mm-mm. I need a self-defense class. 
Welcome to fun hey. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would make me feel better if I took a self defense class cuz you know, you know I don't want to go down the medication route either. I don't want to do you do find that anything that, helps you, or do you find that there's days where it's worse than others? Not yet. I don't <laughs> feel like I really found anything that helps with like going out places. Like I feel really comfortable if we go out. There's like a track that we go to. There's hardly anybody there, but it is a public place um, to where like if something did happen, people could see and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I feel comfortable going there, um, or if I'm with other people, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I get bad anxiety. Um, but by myself, with my son, it's just a whole other story. <laughs> really? Do you think watching the news and, like, TikToks affect oh, that yeah. a lot? TikTok is Terrifying. the worst because, you know, that people will put on there, like, stories mm-hmm. that have happened what, to them. And, and half of the time it's local. Yeah. Like, a lot of times it's Johnson City that people are being sex trafficked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that a lot of times some of the things that we put in our – in our minds – are going to affect our minds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the... I listened to an audiobook. Um, it's called Unf Your Brain. So, Unf Your Brain. Yeah. And huh. I don't know. I thought it was great. It's it was, a cool it was motivating. Uh, it was almost like a like a, a flip of positivity for mm-hmm. me. Not like, oh, this is, you know, you need to be just positive all day, every day. It was more so a, the way that you think is going to be the way that you are. Mm -hmm. And the way, the things that we put in our minds and our bodies are going to be, are going to reflect our minds and bodies. I mean, so if I'm watching like a serial killer (laughs) episode of something every day before I go to sleep, you're going to be, yeah. So it's just, you know, I'm not saying don't ever, you know, Watch a just start your TV. You know, like, <laughs> throw your TV. Your but I think that if you're having you know some issues with certain things, I think that removing those toxicities from your life until you can combat those and recover from those, I think it's huge. Mm-hmm. So it's I don't know. For me, it was definitely alcohol. I mean, I had to mm-hmm. for a while. I had to, and even now, I mean, I'll have a drink from time to time, but it's nothing like it used to be and I think that it was the hangover anxiety and the weight gain and everything that had to do with it I just kind of had to separate myself from it Mm -hmm. which made it difficult because I I lost some friends in that um, in that change of my life and that's just kind of how it had to had to be but you have to take care of yourself first so Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly what a therapist would say to you, Elise, as far as like doing, uh, I don't, I don't think it would be a terrible idea to maybe, you know, to, to talk to yeah, about Yeah, no, that. I've definitely thought about it before. Um, I have some friends that have, you know, gone to therapy and said that it's worked wonders for them and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I've definitely thought about it. Um, and it's probably something that I would want to do, um, like before we ever have another child or anything like that. Cause I was never this way until we had a baby. It changes you. It does. Um, I mean, you can ask anyone in my family. Those first, actually, it was probably like the first seven months of his life, but the first few weeks were pretty bad. Uh, He was really small. Um, He had a lot of spit up issues. I would get to the point where I would like weigh myself on the scale, strip him naked, then weigh myself with him on the scale, make somebody get down and tell me what the scale said as I'm like sobbing. Like, he's not gaining Aww. weight. He's not gaining weight. Yeah. It's, That's so hard. It was really hard. Um, 
and you know breastfeeding that takes an emotional toll because mm-hmm. you when you haven't done it before you're like I don't know if I'm doing it mm-hmm. right I don't know if he's eating yeah. and then he got RSV at six weeks old and that was traumatic <laughs> But, um, so I think that's where my anxiety stemmed from Mm -hmm. is just seeing kind of his little bit of a rough start and not ever wanting anything bad to happen to Mm -hmm. him again and putting so much pressure on myself. That's like, you can't let anything bad happen to him, but I mean, things happen. Yeah. I just have to give myself grace. (laughs) It sounds like it's things that you're anxious about. That's completely out of your control. Like, yeah. RSV is completely out of your control. The breastfeeding is out of your control. Yeah. And yeah, the, I don't, the car crash thing is all completely yeah, out of your control. It's funny because yeah. I don't have, like, a doubt. I don't have doubts in myself anymore. I did in the beginning because I was like, I don't know how to be a mom. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, that I've gone through all of that, I was like, wow, I can take care of anything. Yeah. Um, I don't have doubts in myself. I have, doubts I guess, trust world. issues <laughs> with other people and it was hard letting other people watch him for a while, which now I'm like, gosh, I need a vacation by myself. <laughs> but, but it gives me anxiety thinking about other people taking him to public places because I'm like, well, if something happens, I can't be there to help in any way. So it's just, I mean, it's a rabbit hole of emotions. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, maybe trying to let go a little bit of the uncontrollable and know mm-hmm. that God is going to take care of you all, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. It's, and, and you can't be just running out here in the alleyways <laughs> at midnight. I mean, don't worry, you won't find me there. <laughs> but, and you want to be, but I think maybe finding, um, and it sounds like you've, you are doing a lot better than, do you have postpartum at first, I guess, for yeah. a while? Yeah. Um, it's just hard because you, when you're pregnant and you get, which he was a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> um, so we were nervous at first, but then you get really excited because you think about all of the good things that are going to happen and the exciting things. And you don't think about all of the hard stuff like the sleep deprivation and when they get sick and you're just like, oh, nothing will happen to our kid. But yeah, it happens to everybody. So you just... Nobody can prepare you for that. Like, people can tell you, oh, you just wait. They can tell you whatever they want, but you won't be prepared until you go through it. Yeah. So it's... And I know people's experiences are completely different. Like, some people have just thrived in the newborn stage, and they loved it. And I envy you, (laughs) if that is you. Um, But... Yeah, it can be rough because it's a life-altering thing, having a yeah, child. Yeah, your emotions are going through all kinds oh, of gosh, different... Oh, yeah. gosh, <laughs> I mean, your hormones are all the things. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, something that I was... I, my daughter's nine now, so it's been a while since I went through that stage <laughs> of my life. Um, but we did move overseas when she was seven months old. Oh, my gosh. Old. I cannot imagine. <laughs> I mean, thinking about taking them on an airplane. (laughs) Listen, listen, it was was such a time of my life. And I was different than I was now. Um, A lot of that, a lot of that time and a lot of that relationship, I think, made me develop into a stronger woman. Um, She was, yeah, she was seven, eight months old, I guess. And her father was getting transferred to um, Ningbu, China for us to do a, for him to 
open up a, a company over there mm-hmm. um, or a, a portion of the company over there. So I don't know. We packed up like all of our stuff. We actually went over there first and did like a tour. Um, and when you, when you, when we got over there, they were like, Oh, we got to see all the things that was glamorous mm-hmm. and lovely. And we were going to have a driver and this is the part of town we would live in. And it was just like set up on this, you know, golden pedestal here <laughs> and I'm like okay this is an adventure and we're gonna we're gonna do this and I wasn't gonna be able to work over there you have to have a work visa mm-hmm. so I wasn't gonna be able to work and so when we went over there I was I don't know I was I was overwhelmed and you know of course I was emotional but I was excited because I was like this is something I never thought I was gonna be able to experience yeah. and all the things and we got there and it was just so isolating yeah and it was just I mean, so we were in, so Beijing is, is the largest mm-hmm. over there. And then if you go about three hours south of that, you've got Shanghai. And then you go about three hours south, south of that, and that's where I was, in Ningbu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was probably, I don't know, 2% of the population in that area spoke English. So mm-hmm. Mandarin is hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mandarin it's like one of the hardest hard. languages. Yeah, it, it is. And... I learned like bathroom and chicken and stuff <laughs> and quickly and then after that it was kind of like oh well it I don't know I felt he was at work all the time so it was just me and her and I got very nervous to go out places mm-hmm. because I the driver was usually with him because he was going to different mm-hmm. plants and stuff and one time I was like you know what? I'm gonna get out of this house like I'm going to freaking lose my mind in here and granted it's it's probably the nicest place I've ever lived in. I mean, mm-hmm. it had, like, marble floors. I mean, it was very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the floors were heated, which I thought was weird. Oh, that was so nice. <laughs> just, I mean, it was, it was very, it was a nice place. And we had, like, our own little walking area outside, so that also helped mm-hmm. me with, with stress. I think it got down to, like, 110 pounds, though. Jeez, wow. It's just because I, it was stress. Mm-hmm. And I had a different kind of anxiety then yeah. than I have now. It was just like a, we were 12 hours away from, it was 12 hour time difference. Mm-hmm. So if I wanted to talk to my family, I would have to talk to them in the morning or at night. And then if it was like 3 p.m. in the day and I was having like, I was just stressed and overwhelmed and just basically sitting there. Um, you can't talk to anyone. You can't call your family at 3 a.m. in the morning. Oh, that's so hard. So it was just so, it was such a different anxiety experience for me then and now. But got through it. And it was it was an experience and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it or take it back. I think that I was, I was completely dependent on another human mm-hmm. for my life. Mm-hmm. And that's something when I got back here, I said I will never, ever do that again. I will never be completely dependent where I don't have my own money or I don't have my own things. I came back here and it was, I was coming back here to visit and I just, I don't know, I was having a, I needed like my parents, my people, I me and Amara went out one time, um, and I was like, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to try to go do some shopping today because that's a therapy, you know, <laughs> yeah. all the things. And I had to get a cab. First of all, those first two cabs would not, like, pulled up and realized I couldn't speak English. Like, I had a book, and I was point, pointing to the place that I wanted to go, and they just drove off. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, and, and then the third one came, and then I was like, okay, I was like, we're trying to go here. And first of all, you don't 
a lot of kids don't wear that they're on car seats yeah. over there. You just that sit in there. That is terrifying. And so we just sit in this cab, and they only let a portion of the people drive over there because there's so many people you can't. Everyone can't drive. So we, I was, we were going across town, and I remember this guy was kind of like talking on the radio and things like that, and I was like, what if they just like kidnap us? Or I mean, no they, one would know. You wouldn't know. Yeah, that's and that's how your where your mind goes sometimes when you're in a <laughs> trust me, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that would give me very bad anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> and I walked around shop for a little bit, and then like I remember leaving there, and I got like a couple things, and I was just like, I just want to go back, and I was in the middle of like this super busy area, and I couldn't get a taxi, and I was just like, I don't know, I was just so distraught, and oh. in a place where. People would take pictures of us, especially if her dad was with us, because they thought he was, um, like, an NBA player, or, like, we were famous, because we were definitely the minority by far in this particular area. So anytime that we would go out, people would try to touch Mars' hair, because it was oh super gosh. kinky and curly, and there, I remember this one lady, and they're not very aggressive over there, they're very chill, yeah. I mean, as, mm-hmm. a, as far as... Just comparing, mm-hmm. like, some places up in here to there. But I remember being in a grocery store one time, and I know this lady, like, I saw her, like, ten different times. And I'm like, why do I keep seeing her? And I was already, like, I'm already on like the verge of, and... like, a losing it because mm-hmm. it was just, I was stressed. And I saw her, and then she came up, and, I, like, I had Mara in the buggy, and I, I was, like, turned to the side. And she, I saw her at the corner of my eye, and she was touching Mara's hair. And I, uh-huh. like, grabbed her wrist, and I was like... I said some choice words, but I was like, you better get the F back. Like, I don't know what is going on, but I like lost my shit. And I don't think I went to the grocery store for like, oh oh my gosh. I mean, just very, I don't know. That is so weird. It's overwhelming. Just, yeah. Every time we would go somewhere, it'd be like cameras or pictures or. (laughs) You're probably, your picture's probably being sold somewhere. So, oh, this is Britney Spears. situation and then when we packed our bags and you know we came back for just to kind of just to breathe for a minute I was packing up my stuff to go back and I had like a full panic I was like I can't I can't go back yeah so I started over here like with basically a bag mm-hmm. a bag of my clothes and a bag of her clothes See, I feel like as a mom though just having your family is everything mm-hmm. like as you were telling that story about you all moving to China (laughs) (laughs) with your baby I oh my gosh my mom heart was like breaking for you because I know how isolating it can feel when you just become a mom and you feel like like if you don't have many mom friends you're like I don't have anybody to talk to anybody to relate to or so moving to a completely different country where nobody can understand what you're saying and you you can't talk to your family I mean I would have lost it I don't know how you did it I mean, we could, and I, I guess I kind of got on that tangent because we talked. We were talking about different kinds of anxiety. Now I feel like I had stresses then. I obviously obvious mm-hmm. stresses, and I got really low weight because also I didn't really know what to cook over there, mm-hmm. and um, I pretty much ate like toast every day, jelly toast, <laughs> like every day of my life. And I don't know. I got into an unhealthy weight, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. I wasn't eating well. I, I would walk and stuff outside, but 
it was such a different type of, you don't have to be, you can be skinny and not be healthy. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that are skinny that are completely unhealthy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't think weight is a huge factor. I think just taking in some of the things, I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. obesity is not good for you for, you know, your body's anything, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just, I was, I was unhealthy and skinny. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) That was like me after having, um, my son, so many people were like, oh my gosh, well, you've lost your baby weight super fast. And I was like, well, that's because I forget to eat all the time. <laughs> that's one thing stress can do to you. Yeah. You, I mean, you don't eat for two, three days. But it's yeah. not good. It's not a good, healthy Mm-mm. It kills your metabolism. Or like I would yeah. start to eat and he would start crying and need something. And I feel like I have to be the one to mm-hmm. get him to stop crying. Like nobody else can do it. I'm like, I have to do mm-hmm. it. And then I just wouldn't finish eating. I would just yeah. go on. I think intrusive thoughts is another thing that is a whole... I mean, I think that's your anxiety. Mm-hmm. Intrusive... Well, that... Yeah. Several things. Uh, several things. Intrusive thoughts are definitely bad, though. I mean, mine, I'm not going to say them because they're... I mean, if well, you're... Well, intrusive thoughts, but I think we all know that we all have mm-hmm. intrusive thoughts. And a lot of the things that I was learning in my process is that we are not our thoughts. And no. sometimes it can string... It's not you. And sometimes... My thoughts are a whole other personality. Yeah. Very scary personality. (laughs) It's so crazy to me how everybody's, like... Like, we can all have intrusive thoughts, but they're all completely Mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) They are. And sometimes it's like... um, I don't know. I would just be like... If you're, like, cutting an orange or cutting a lemon or something, you'd be like, i got to put the knife down. Mm -hmm. Because you're just going to... Stab that hand. (laughs) Something crazy. Like you're when you are when you're battling some like anxiety or anxious feelings, you do feel like at any moment you could lose it. Yeah. Just go. That's a whole crazy. Yeah, that's a whole like chapter in an anxiety book. Uh (laughs) It's and I think that it starts making people feel like they it made me feel like I was crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit. Like, why would yep. I think that? Yeah. Why would I? Or like you're masking yeah. like a whole other person. Like I've got to lock the knives up when I go to sleep yeah. or something. Like it's, I think intrusive thoughts definitely try to get the best mm-hmm. of us, but it's so normal. And I think when you're, when an anxiety already feels isolating, the last thing you feel is normal when you're thinking Mm-hmm. Some things that are completely <laughs> normal, but it's, I don't know, I think it's... Well, that's like that me. Are. I get sad because I'm like, well, nothing in the world's really going to get better. It doesn't seem like. It so just, it's like, am I going to be scared my entire life? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. I, I definitely think therapy would help me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's just figuring out. I don't know. I, what the like, who source does, is that too? Or what source has caused this? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Like, like why now? <laughs> why in college when I was doing stupid stuff did I think I was indestructible? Like I'm surprised I'm alive today mm-hmm. sometimes. And, I mean, you and now I'm yourself, like, I can't go to Target. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have to give yourself a break. That's when I saw, you know, when I had like my crash of anxiety slash mental breakdown, I didn't see that it was something that was building for many months before I even ever let it, you know, before it ever took me down. Mm -hmm. And I think that, 
you know, with hormones, postpartum, and, you know, him being sick when he was little and things mm-hmm. like that, and you felt an overwhelming sense to care for him, and you, like, you were his rock, you were his person, and which you still are, but he's perfectly healthy, right? Yeah. He's perfectly yeah. healthy. <laughs> he's perfectly as far healthy. as I know. <laughs> You're doing all the right mama things. I mean, so I think it's important for us to not be so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. and know that you know, if you feel better parking closer to the door, you know, or go go on listen, I do. Makes you feel, you know, and then think about all the times that you all have been out that nothing's happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how many times have you been out and something's happened? And I know mm-hmm. in the back of your, sometimes in the back of our anxiety mind, it's like, but that one time, you know, I know. it'll happen. But, I and I think being aware of your surroundings is good, but I take it a little too far. Mm-hmm. I think for Christmas, I'm getting you one of those little keychains that has a taser on it. Oh, I love that. It has like that. a taser and yeah. the other side's a knife. Give me all the weapons. <laughs> yeah. On the agenda for like our next, um, I know we do come Our meeting notes. Our next, our next meeting is going to be taken, um, what do you got? Self-defense, Self-defense class. class. I would love that. There's okay, one right beside Burn, I think. I would love that. martial arts. We will put that on our list. That would be so fun and helpful. Yeah, <laughs> Get your anger out on all the sex traffickers. I don't, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, when you came, when you came, thoughts. Oh my gosh. Well, this I think it's, stay away from. it's literally all social media, I feel like, because you'll be scrolling on Facebook and then all of a sudden somebody mm-hmm. you know is like, this just I happened. had an air tag on my car that somebody yeah. put in there while I was in Target. And it's yeah. like, wow, this is happening okay. right down the road to somebody that I know. Oh, so you why shared would, something. Yes. I went to Walmart. You did this to me. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was like, you do not need to be at Walmart by yourself. I was like, why is it? Did you not see Brittany's post? I was like, yeah, but I was like, I don't have anxiety over that kind of stuff. I went at like 7 p.m. at night and he's like calling me three times. He's like, call me when you walk out, call me when you walk in, call me when you're getting to the cash register. I'm like, why? But then yeah. stuff like that happens. People I mean, just, follow you out. And I think we just have to be. Slash your ankles. I think it's important to be knowledgeable about what is happening and. You know, not touch stuff that somebody's put in our car or not park, you know, in the yeah. darkest spot or maybe park closer to the door when you know that there's going to be cameras. I think if you just and be off your do phone. That, yeah, do that in repetition. Don't be on your phone. You're going to and from, things like that. But I think if you get completely exhausted in it and you let, you watch the news all the time or mm-hmm. you let your social media, you like, comment on everything. So, you know, social media has a thing where... Whatever you like, oh, all of our phones, on, it's gonna do more. We're about to have it, yeah, popping up. So, I know. So if you if you let yourself be immersed in that, that's how your brain is going to always mm-hmm. see it as. But if you just know that you're doing the smart things, like you're just you're parking where you should, you're you know you're not on your phone, you're not like lurking, but you're paying attention to your surroundings. But I think all of that, taking that step by step and day by day, will eventually mm-hmm. help the process. It just sucks that watch, like, we live in a world where we have to feel like that. Especially yeah, I know. I just got done telling you all I was listening to a murder mystery podcast, yeah. so I'm going to stop that. <laughs> Found a happier podcast. Yeah. It's like the thrill of, like, listening yeah. to it happen, and you get the, like, you get the thrill, and but you're safe, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, I think we all have our different anxieties. Abby, I'm sure you have your different ones as well, but... I think we just have to remind each other that we are here for each other, that... You're not crazy. You're not crazy. You're not alone. 
um, and just kind of share share our story stories and lifestyles and um, hopefully that will eventually mm-hmm. maybe help someone else. Mm-hmm. So thanks for being with us today and thank you ladies for coming on and um, it was fun. Yeah. All the things. If and- anybody listening has any tips on um, helping to overcome anxiety, please comment below because I'd love to read. Yeah. <laughs> We, we will certainly get there, and uh, I think the more and more that we do this, the more people that we'll have on the show that can also shine some light in different areas. Like, mm-hmm. I'm looking for a nutritionist. Um, so if you know anybody, I'm looking for uh, maybe a therapist and things like that. So to interview and just kind of pick their brain outside of, outside of everything else. So, well, thanks for being with us today. And remember, it's not just you, babes. And we will catch you next time on The Loudest Mind.